Welcome to Beyond the Beers. Men breaking the stereotype through conversation. We men love a good yarn, some banter, even better over a beer or tea. Sadly for many men, it never goes deeper than that. This show is a place for men to go beyond the surface level conversations, a chance to learn, listen, laugh, and grow. I'm your host, Mike Campbell, man coach and author of Amazon bestseller for men's health, Unleash Your Alpha. Let's break stereotypes through conversation. Let's go beyond the beers. Today, we are coming to you live from the Triple M radio station studios here in Sydney. That is because I'm sitting here with Mr. Gus Warland. Now, Gus, uh, probably more commonly, is one of the hosts on the Triple M breakfast show, The Grill Team, in the mornings. But more recently, he's the brains, face, and passion behind a TV series of his own creation called Man Up, which is quite simply summed up as one man's mission to save Aussie blokes. I was blown away by the show and I want to honour Gus for putting his weight and passion and influence into bringing this conversation into the public forum. So thank you for doing that Gus and thanks for coming on the show. It's my pleasure, thanks for Let's having me. Let's crack into it eh? Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for the beers. No worries. It is um, quarter past nine in the morning though. <laughs> look, well done on Man Up. Great stuff. Thank you. I, I, when I first spoke to the people about it and putting it all together, I didn't quite realise how much it was going to affect me and how much it was going to resonate with the Australian people. It's yeah. quite incredible. Um, yesterday it went worldwide. Yeah. Forty odd million people have seen the TV commercial, which we created in episode three. My life has changed so much for the better. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just very lucky that I got the gig. So can you um, elaborate on that a little bit? Talk us through the journey that you personally went on through the filming and then the airing of the show. Well, I think initially it started off um, with me losing a friend of mine 10 years ago last Friday, actually, and for years being angry with him, for years basically sticking my head in the sand and not quite ever educating myself yeah. on perhaps why he did it. Yeah. Yeah. So once I started launching into that and I realised that Aussie men are just awesome at sort of putting a mask on. Mm -hmm. um, we're very good at just bullshitting ourselves and bullshitting people around us to saying, hey, we're cool. I've got everything covered. I don't need any help. Being very stoic. Um, I realized that my friend Angus was the ultimate person like that. Yeah. I thought he was bulletproof, mistake free, and I didn't realize until I really properly investigated it that he was going through all sorts of trouble. Yeah. And he ended up taking his own life 10 years ago. So it started off with me learning all about that, having the conversation with his wife and his children, yeah. making sure that I could actually talk about it in the show. So I had those discussions course, before yeah. a moment was filmed. And they said, look, we've all been silent for too long. We're all mm -hmm. starting to come out now. Okay. Lifeline is uh, the, the chosen charity for our family and they'd already done charity runs. They had done um, volunteering and, and so forth. So yeah. it was out there. So they said, well, let's try to get the conversation right. going. So for me, it was a very personal journey. Yeah. And then very quickly, sort of, I don't know, 10 days into filming, and it took us 61 days in total, 10 days into filming, I realized that I couldn't do a lot for Angus, but I could do something for my son, who was 16, just at the start of those horrible stats that we have yeah. in Australia. The number one way to lose your life in Australia from 15 to 44 year old man is suicide. And that's where we learn to kind of thicken that mask as well, right? Absolutely, exactly yeah. right. We're continually told just to man up. We're continually told to just suck it up and get on with it. Yeah. Um, so I said, well, okay, I can't do anything about Angus, but I've learned enough to perhaps help my son and his mates. Because you remember, if you've got a 16 year old son who's sporty and popular, 
you, there's another 15 blokes that are a part of my life mm. who I've known from primary school. Absolutely. So I want to look after them and I want to make sure that their dads who have become mates of mine, they're going to be okay and they're giving the right type of um, example to their boys. Yeah. So it became this mission, if you like, on how do I make sure that my son Jack's okay. And then by the end of it, it was such a long process over a year. By the end of it, it was like, okay, well, if I can show an example, then perhaps a whole lot of other Aussie blokes yep. might sit there, resonate and go, right, well, if Gus can do it, then I might be able to do it. And that was, that was really cool. Very I've good. had 11,500 personal letters since Man Up finished. Amazing. 10 a day here, so 50, 60 a week come into Triple M handwritten notes from older people who said, I yep. wish I'd seen Man Up earlier, I've lost nice. someone. So every one of those require a reply, they require respect, they mm -hmm. require love, understanding. So that's what I'm doing now is nice. amongst keynote stuff around the subject, getting back to all those people, going to the health minister, talking to ABC about series two. Yeah. We're very good in Australia at starting a conversation and hoping someone else might be able to finish mm. it off for us. Yeah. So I've decided that uh, that's not going to happen. I'm going to, I'll be the one that does it. Nice. Very nice. Respect. Thank you. So then your own conversations outside of these bigger ones you're having, keynotes, all this stuff. Yep. How have your own conversations changed or maybe just been affected in terms of the content you've been delving into? I definitely think they've changed. If you ask my friends, they'd say it's changed. Yeah. I'm a bit more of a pain in the ass now. <laughs> I won't accept fine, I won't accept I'm okay buddy, I won't accept, oh look I'll talk about that another time. Yeah. I'm sort of really conscious that in the moment that I'm trying to be the best possible mate as possible. So how do you approach that? I think the only way you can, which is like balls up, hands, hands on shoulder, look someone in the eye, connect and say, how are you? Are you going okay mate? Yeah. And most blokes will say I'm fine, it's the first yeah. lie that most so of us learn. Yep. So I just go mate, no matter what let's deal with whatever we're dealing with. And I've yeah. got a walking group on a Sunday. We walk around Narrabeen Lake and around the headland at Long Reef. And there's anything between sort of six and 10 of us. There's little groups that go off now, like me and one mate. They start off all together and we drift, go at right. different pace. Yep. And the person that's with me tends to be having like a little session. Yeah. But it's just as much a session for me because I might've started the whole convo saying, look, I've had a tough week, this has happened, or yep. I've got an issue here, I don't know how to handle it or whatever. So everyone's helping each other out, and it just seems to be that everyone now sort of understands that that's our church, if you like. Mm -hmm. And that's a very cool thing, and I'm hoping yeah. that a whole lot of other Aussie blokes might be doing the yeah. same thing. And obviously we see men's groups and all these amazing things popping up, which is great. Um, and, and whatever resonates, I think, and works for you, right? That's doesn't it. need to be a template or a mold, but something where there's some space for conversation. That's it. And so what I'm getting there is a lot of you genuinely asking and actually challenging guys to not just say, I'm fine. Mm. So what about you? Where's your outlet? How do you, you know, have the deeper conversations? Yeah, it's a good point. I, I, I saw that when I had some dramas a few years ago in my personal life, I went and saw this lady. Now I used to call her a witch because yeah. she used to really dig and dive and make me feel uncomfortable, very awkward. Yeah. After a couple of years of paying this lady, you know, 50 bucks a pop, I realized that she was an angel. So I've actually yeah. changed her in my phone from witch to angel. And um, I haven't seen her for a long time. I didn't need to see her. I seem mm -hmm. to have the right sort of set up around me amongst yep. my friends that were able to help me. Um, but man, I really tested that. Yeah, yeah. 
I remember getting a phone call from the head of the ABC about halfway through the shooting. They'd seen like a rush of yeah. an episode and a half. And they said to me, oh, you are just going to get sick. You're going to get ill. You're not going to be cool for the rest of this show unless you either have some time off, because I was doing the show here, right, of course, yeah. waking up at 3.30, doing the show, and then shooting off. And of course, it was an ABC show. It was a documentary show, so not a lot of money floating around. Everyone's doing their best. Mm -hmm. If you've got a crew together, then you are shooting all day. You're not doing a half day, and yeah, yeah. you know. So I was working my tail off and loving what I was doing, but I was, all the stories I was getting, I was holding on to. Mm -hmm. They were sitting on my chest and in my heart. Yeah. I wasn't able to drive away from those and just clear it and go, right, you know, that's, I've, I've been present in the moment, I'm going to move on. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it all the way home. Yep. I was thinking about when I got home, my wife said that I was starting to get distant. Yeah. And was, even if you're not actually thinking about it, which is, I think, probably for a lot of guys, it's there, right? It's just there. And I'm not the smartest tool in the shed. I cannot hold on to too many things. It's really obvious to me if I'm thinking about something then it's got my full attention. I can't do much. I can't yeah, multitask. Yeah. So that started affecting home and it started affecting, you know, not being able to... So I started saying, well, I'm, I'm trying to be an example of, of being a good Aussie bloke and being emotional, but I'm holding on to stuff here myself. It's yeah. not a good example. So I needed that little trigger from the ABC to say, go and see someone. We'll look after whatever the cost cool. and so forth. So I just rang my lady again. She goes, oh, right. Haven't right. heard from you for a couple of years. And I said, well, this is what I'm doing. She goes, come in and see me. And I walked in the door and she just went, oh, my dear. She goes, get on the bed. And she said, you have this buildup of just emotion around your chest and heart. We just need to get rid of it. Yeah. And some people watching this might go, what is he talking about? But I believe in her and I believe that in the emotion yeah. that comes with it. So I allowed her to basically get all rid of that. I walked out of there. I was 20 kilos lighter. I mean, I wish she could do more for my actual physical weight. But mentally, I, would, I, I literally bounced. I floated out of there and I yeah. went, God, did I need that? So that I've got that professionally, but I've also got this awesome bunch of mates and awesome. a wife. That yeah. But you see, when you go walking, you might start the conversation and stuff as well. Yeah, of course. And I think, you know, you said maybe people might not you know, resonate with what that is. But either way, and, you know, for a lot of us men, we haven't really learned to experience our emotions and deal with well, them. We've been told all our life to, to not show that emotion, yeah. be stoic and And so when we it. push something down, and we always do this, but it does happen, we push it down, the body remembers and it stays there, it will come out in some way. Flying off the handle because you put something down the wrong way or whatever yeah. it is, right? You, you fly off the handle with something that seems so ridiculously easy yeah. and simple, but it's a build-up of the hundred things that you've shoved yeah. down. And that's what makes our ladies or our partners or our friends not understand. It's like yeah. you're losing the plot, you're getting worried over that. It's like... It's not that, it's that, 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 that's been gone back three or four months or years in some yeah. men's cases. It, it adds up, right? Of course it does. And we need to have a valve that we just let the pressure off. And yeah. every conversation I have with my mates now is a little loosening of the pressure valve. Absolutely. And they know that there's a trust there that whatever they tell me will stay with me. Mm -hmm. and Which is important as well, very important, I think, yeah. The other problem I think with men that I've worked out, and I used to do it myself, is that we always try to fix things. So mm -hmm, if you do. told me you had a problem, as you're talking to me, I'm not exactly listening to every word because I've got the gist of what you're saying and I'm just waiting for you to stop so I can go, let me tell you how you can get better. Yep. So I've learned and I'm trying to learn, I'm still getting as the hang I. of it, as the listening um, and the 
you're not a nail, I'm not a hammer. So yes. I can't just fix you simply. It needs to yep. be um, a situation where I listen, 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 and say, look, I've got no advice yep. for you except to say, thank you for sharing, and I hope you feel better for doing it. Yeah. And then at least you've had the conversation. It might have yeah. That might be all you need. Absolutely, and I think that's a very important point. We can go, how do I solve this? But if, if we're the person not wanting to share and then maybe we're going to open up, we're also thinking about solutions too. Mm. What's the solution? What can he do for me? Yeah. Whereas most of the time, exactly, the solution is getting it out. Yeah. And if you are asking someone, uh, you know, like how are you actually doing talk to me, then it's simply that. Just mm. listen. Yeah. Right? That can be it. Cool, let's come, come, come back another day maybe. That's right. right. Or at least the convers- that awkward, the awkward discussion which I talk about um, in a lot of my keynote stuff is that the initial conversation starter is awkward. Yeah. And we don't want to be in an awkward place. As human beings, we want to try to make our life as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. So we need to somehow just push through that barrier. And once those first few sentences are out and the, and the space has been given, oh, this is not a chat about the footy girlfriend fart joke. This is actually, oh, I'm having a proper conversation. All of a sudden, everything just becomes easy. Yeah, Easier. and and it doesn't need to be the most earth-shattering, deep, serious conversation. No. It's something that's just a bit beyond the surface, right? Exactly. And I think the important word you said earlier was trust as well. We we need to know that we're safe. Yes. And so it's the listener's responsibility to pr- to provide that. But as the sharer, you might need to ask, mate, I'm shit scared about talking about something. Can you listen and help me out? If he yeah. says no, then probably don't share. But a good mate's going to listen, right? Well, it's a really good way of shedding a certain bunch of mates as well. Like, I reckon there's a massive difference between a mate and a friend. So, I've got a whole heap of mates. Yep. Blokes I love, I love having a crack with them, going to beers, going to sport, whatever it might be. People you work with, great work mates. You just love seeing them every day and stuff. But are they your friends? Yeah. Are they the one, the five, the ten people in your yeah. life where you go, you know what, warts and all, I can absolutely go yeah. there with that person. Your brothers, right? Your brothers, mm. and um, that is that was a big thing for me. I remember having a conversation when I was about t- twenty, looking forward to my twenty-first birthday, and an older guy said to me, "How many people are you coming to your party?" I said, "Oh, look, about one hundred and eighty," and he just couldn't believe it. And I go, I said, and he goes, "Why one hundred and eighty?" Goes, "They're all my friends." And he goes, "No, they're not. They're just people you knock around with that you have fun with." I go, "Exactly." And he goes, "I promise you, by the time you're forty, there'll be five <laughs> people, not out of it, probably not even at 180, I never asked yeah, him, yeah. but there'd be five people in the world mm. that you absolutely would call like besties. Yeah. It's probably right. Yeah, and a lot of men over the age of 30 and approaching kind of 40 struggle. They don't even have that, right? We, we can very easily isolate ourselves, yeah. work is our environment. So a lot of men do struggle uh, to find that. And so their conversation is perhaps trying to approach someone new and go, can we actually knock around and that's a have difficult a conversation to have. So, conversation, right? For me, obviously, that's what we're talking about. For, for the show, for me, it's, it's, it's what we're talking about. And, you know, you said, okay, so you've got your mates, you, you've got your friends, your brothers, right? And then you've also got the show, right? So, Triple M is probably the blokiest radio station out there. Mm. Um, so, how do you kind of handle that balance? You know, do you find yourself in conversations where it does maybe challenge your morals and your values now more so? How do you handle those? It's a good point. Um, can I play a certain role in the team as well? And Maddie John sometimes has said it more in the last couple of weeks than ever. I guess, how does that man up thing that you're going through 
allow you to say that. And he says it on air. Yeah. So he challenges me all the time. And I quite nice. like that challenge yeah. because there's a, there is a line between sort of banter when you're having a banter with someone and the things you say and, the, and it's a joke mm -hmm. and a role I play compared to who I am as a, as a person yeah. talking as I do now with the, the fact that I've just educated myself and I've been educated the last year. Yeah. I've changed a lot of my thoughts on things. Um, yeah, so there is a moment there that I, you know, I probably overstepped the line yep. and I've just got to accept that. Which and we do. And I think it's important to acknowledge that. Bloody oath. We're going to do that, right? No one's perfect. No, and someone who talks as much as I do, <laughs> there's going to be a time where you just go, you just put your foot in it, you know, and you just make a mistake. And, um, and when Maddie normally picks me up on it, I'm the first one to say it or put someone on, you know, as you know, social media, yeah. you know, whatever you say, like people are sometimes very nice and correcting you and other people just call you all sorts of yeah. names and you know why have you got that job and da, 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 and you just block them and move on yep. but you're right you've got to be able to accept that you know i overstepped the market times but that's me trying to be entertaining trying to you know yep. move a few different worlds all together there's yeah. bound to be a little bit of clunk yeah. and clank at some so time. what about outside of the show just in your normal life if you find yourself and maybe you know like a really blokey conversation maybe it's you know let's say it's maybe objectifying woman or it's something you know how do you go there i think i'm much a year ago i'd be different to what i am now i think i'm much more likely now in fact i know 100 percent likely i'd sort of pull people up on it i probably wouldn't have in the past um if especially for someone i don't really know and stuff yeah. i probably just would let it go because it's like i don't know them but i don't want to be the preacher or the yeah, but yeah. there is a line there and I've got two daughters and a wife and a mum that I love and adore and cherish and yep. I, I, I don't like stuff that perhaps I liked a little earlier because I didn't hadn't I was ignorant to it your awareness is now and so on that's right yeah. so if you're aware of something now it's up for me to draw the line or walk away like yeah. that's the other thing yeah. that you can do and that, that that is a lot of I think a lot of guys get in that situation it's tricky I've got okay I've got some values here do I do I challenge this guy, as you mm. said? Do I walk away? Or do I just ignore it? And, is it you know, important enough? Yeah. You know, like... Pick if my you, battles. Pick your battles, yeah. you know, and the situation too. Yeah. You do at the start of a night and you've got a couple of friends that you love and respect and they've brought this person in. You don't want to stuff, stuff the whole night up by no, trying to be yeah. all lordy and high and mighty. But you just let it go and you have in the back of your mind. You go, that bloke's a bit of a cockhead and whatever it might be, but that's okay. <laughs> So there's something there and we just move on and that's probably the sensible way yeah, cool. um yeah but you're challenged all the time the more knowledge you have the more challenged yeah. you, you become i reckon exactly but and i think this is important because we get into these situations and it's easy just to go nah fuck it it's too hard but at the same time i think if you're going to try and go you know what no but allow yourself to screw it up or let some go whatever it is that's right, right? yeah absolutely that's the it's, it's like absolutely anything in life it's balance yeah so, okay, we've, we've spoken a lot about conversations between people, right? What about the internal conversation? Because obviously one of the more important conversations we have on a daily basis is the one we have with ourselves, right? Yeah. So, do you find yourself up in your head a lot, as many of us guys do? Yeah. Um, and, and if so, you know, what is that kind of internal dialogue for you? I tend to be pretty easy on myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think most blokes, you're either really writing yourself, you know, and way too much yep. or we're way too easy on ourselves i think blokes find it really hard to get the balance i'm talking about balance a lot today um yeah so i'm probably easy on myself when it comes to having a beer at nine in the morning 
<laughs> well, I wouldn't be having a beer and I've got a keynote at lunchtime, so it could be a little loose. But now that I mean, for me, I've got some demons. I've got some stuff that I have to worry about, I have to care about, I need to nurture and take care of. Um, I've learned a lot about myself in the last 18 months or so. No doubt. So I tend to give myself more of a pass mark than a fail in most mm -hmm. things. But there are times where I, I'm just, you know, so, what's the right word? I'm so tough on myself and I need to literally say, I'm say to my wife or mate of mine, I'm having a real struggle coping with this. And they go, mm -hmm. what do you even worry about that for? Cool. Like you can't actually control that. Yeah. I think the conversations that most men have in their head are ones that we can't actually do that much about. Yeah. We're just worrying about things that we can't control. Yeah. So, so worrying about things in the future, perhaps, as opposed to being... Of course, and also worrying about what someone might have thought of you yep. or say about you, um, then I've got no control over what so people think. So when it's that voice that's a bit more on the being hard on yourself, perhaps, or, or maybe heading towards being detrimental, you can recognise and, and now I can, Now I can. As I was saying earlier, when I, was, when I first saw my angel, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago, it took me a year before I got the number off my mate. Yeah. It would have helped me if I hadn't been so stubborn, but yeah. you know, I was that guy that went, look, I can cope. What, what, you know, I don't need any anyone to tell me what to do. I'll, I'll be right. I've got to this place, okay. Why do I need it someone else? Yeah. But of course, you know, this now I'm 48, nearly, um, and I've got three teenage kids. I'm a very different bloke to the bloke that perhaps handled things in his 20s or even yeah. his 30s, um, and we've got to recognise that that I've got issues now that I didn't have 20 years ago. Yeah. And how am I best going to deal with them? Well, talking to myself up here, that is not the answer. I've worked that out. Yeah. And, and speaking to balance again, you know, obviously for men, you know, it's that thing, the mask is about strength and resilience and all that stuff, which mm. are very important characteristics. But yeah. it's finding that balance between being strong and, and self-reliant yeah. and self-sufficient and being pig-headed and, you know, what's is probably not serving you anymore, right? Exactly. I mean, people say to me when I talk about this sort of new life that I'm, I'm trying to lead and is, um, you know, God, that just sounds like you're a sissy. It sounds like you're a this and a that. And, it's a, and, they, t and they call you names. They go, okay, well, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. There might be some people out there that, you know, can handle everything. You don't need to talk to someone. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that tough. I'm very, very open to someone trying to fix me and make mm -hmm. me a better person. We're not talking about walking down the street, falling over, clipping a nail and going, I've got to go and see someone and, and yeah. crying. But... If you're in a position where you can't actually open your mouth and talk to anyone yeah. about you thinking about ending your life or you're thinking about making a huge change in your life, whether it's yeah. going to have an affair or do something wrong to get yourself out of a situation, try to do a shortcut somewhere. If you can't turn around to someone, even if it's a lifeline, complete stranger and talk to them, yeah. well, that to me is weak. Yeah. You know, like the, the strong thing to do is actually recognise the issue and move on. I recognise that is a very difficult thing for a lot of Aussie blokes, which is why... Oh, it's changing the paradigm of vulnerability, right? Absolutely. Right. But vulnerability, yeah. vulnerability for me is you're making yourself vulnerable by not being talkative, yeah. not being open to discussing stuff. Using that courage that comes from actually sharing, right? But we get stereotypes shoved down our throat every single day. I'm looking around the room now. <laughs> like we've got the gym, we've got Slash... We've got album of the year, just got big. We've got Slash sitting there going, whoa. We've got the Foo Fighters. That's just in this room. Um, ACDC, AC Black Ice Tour. Um, a skateboard. You know, this big Marshall 
said here, the telly, me doing the me up there with Wolverine doing the New York Marathon, right? All that stuff is just this blokey world that we live in. Yeah. So, and that's without the beers that we're drinking. All this stuff is just built around being tough, resilient, don't be a softy and stuff. Yeah. So, it's not easy. And I wonder, yeah. and I understand why people don't talk about it. But we need to keep the conversation going and break it all down. Nice. Manning up is about um, being vulnerable, not not being stoic and, yep. and silent. And, and I would also argue there that we've we've taken stoicism a bit too far. In Definitely. The sense that it's misconstrued. If you actually read the Stoics, yeah. I'm a bit of a geek, so I do that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's paying attention to what's going on inside you would be a big part of that. There's yeah. also, the, the Stoic Australian was built around the pioneers, around the Anzacs, people that we love, our soldiers and that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Well, we don't, have to be that person anymore most 95 percent of us live along the coastline you can actually ring up speak to someone walk into a gp you know like life has changed so we should change with it very nice so then speaking of vulnerability i'm going to put you on the spot is there anything you don't talk about that you're willing to perhaps share with us today i think i'm a pretty open book i've got i've got i've got a couple of things in my life out of respect for other people i don't talk about I've spoken, I speak to them about it and I speak to them about when can I talk about it because I find myself wanting to talk about a couple of issues but out of respect for them I don't do it. it, it once they give me the green light, it nearly came up in Man Up. Yeah. We actually shot a piece in Man Up that didn't make the show in the way that I wanted it to so I decided yeah. if we're not going to do it properly, yeah, yeah. let's not do it at all. So that'll come out at some stage, and I'd love to do it on your program because I, <laughs> I feel a synergy amongst you and I, but um, just out of respect to that of person, course, I won't do it. But um, mate, you can pretty much ask me anything. I'm, I'm completely open. Cool, so now I want to distinguish a little bit. Me asking you is fine. What about you sharing? So, yeah. so for a lot of guys, I think a lot of things that we hold in are things that are you know, sources of shame, perhaps, and guilt. Those are the things that we don't want to Share. Those are the things that we get up in our in our head about. Yeah. So not necessarily any specifics, but do you find that you can recognise those feelings in you and and maybe share them and address them? Yeah, and I I think I've done that. There's a, there's a couple of couple of times in the last year or so where I've gone to see people that I know that I was a complete fuckwit. You know, at the time yep. I just fucked it. And I just wanted to have that moment and say, look, I'm, I, I, I just know now, that I recognise the fact that I was a dick. Okay, so and owning up to your shit. Absolutely. Perfect. Like, this is that fuck-up night that was in the show. It's of like standing yeah. up and going, you know, I'm ticking some boxes here, here and here, but I fucked up here, here and here. And people sort of just applauding you and going, mm-hmm. good on you for getting it out. Yeah, so yeah. I went and saw a couple of people, put my hand up, and they were like, what? Doesn't matter. What are you talking? That was years ago. I know, but I said I'm owning it now, yeah, and they're like, still oh, something that was okay. You. That's yeah, fine, yeah. but it's like anything. Once you start talking about it out loud, it's never as bad. So yeah. I thought I was going to get a barrage going. Yeah, well, that has affected yeah. my life, or whatever. They're like, no, nah, that we we didn't see it that way. But yeah. it's what our head's telling us. You know, it's a very powerful. Those yeah. seven inches between the well, ears. You were still holding on to it. And that's the key, right? If we're holding on to it, we probably need to address it. Yeah. And it might be some forgiveness of self. Yes. Um, and, and other things. But recognising it and having the conversation. That's the key, right? But I spoke to a mate of mine about that. And he said to me, well, why are you putting your shit onto them? And I'm going, well, I had to get rid of it. And he said, but that's selfish. Mm-hmm. You're actually 
wanting to get something off your chest that might bring up some bad memories for them that they have to then deal with. And I sort of sat, I've reson that resonated with me yep. as well. Like, am I going to make myself feel better and actually upset someone else? Yeah. Um, I think that shows that there's no black or white, right? It's a whole lot of grey. A whole lot of grey, but that's it. It's so important to recognise that. There's no yeah. magic pill, no magic solution. No. And you just got to treat everything, you know, as it comes kind of thing, right? Most blokes like to have black and white. <laughs> yes and no. Yeah. We don't like the grey area. We want a winner and a loser. We want a champion. We want, a, we want evil. We want good. Um, and that's why perhaps um, talking about your feelings and stuff is so difficult for us because yeah, yeah. we uh, we're going to places that don't give any absolute definite. Yeah, that's great. We're fixers. We, we want, want a solution. Yeah. Get it done. Move on. Awkward conversation out of the way. <laughs> cool. Okay. So so wrapping things up. You know we are here today because of Man Up, right? Because we are two blokes who are passionate about getting men to open up a, a bit and. And, and take ownership of our shit and, and actually, you know, go beyond the beers a bit. So what's next? Obviously, man up for you. I talk about the bigger conversation. What's the bigger conversation you're having? So man up is kind of it, but what's next? And actually at the same time, how did it go? Like, did it meet your expectations? What went on there? So man up in terms of like expectations for me, I think the show itself was so much better than I expected it to be. The response has been out of control, um, not just in Australia, but worldwide yeah. and in your homeland, in New Zealand, so many people wanting it. Well, now we've put it for free on the internet and on a manup.org um, website. Yep. So that's, I'm very proud of that, the fact that we've, we haven't sort of gone off and sold it. Yep. Like it's just available for anyone to get hold of if you want to. Perfect, yep. um, Tom Harkin, who is the male whisperer who talked to my son's class in episode yep. two, he's as busy as he's ever been and I'm looking after him to make sure that he's not doing everything for free because that's the type of person he is yeah. but he's just had a new baby boy he's got a wife he's got his business to look after and i said you've got to for everyone for the heart you've got to do a couple that you put an invoice for because yeah, that's his skill that's of his course. life and yeah. these these companies who are bringing him in they're all earning money so looking after tom i want to do something with tom in series two i reckon he's so series two is coming well, series two is in discussions. Right. Um, the ABC have been really pleased with it. There's a lot of ABC viewers that believe it's you know something they'd like to see on a regular basis. Nice. Um, I've got to work that out with Triple M. Triple M have been wonderful and giving me yeah. time off. And when I when we worked out of WA, I worked out of the Perth studio for three days. So that just plays with you know the grill team synergy and the fact yeah. that because we're all talking all the time it's difficult difficult if someone's not in the studio yeah, yeah, of course so i just need to balance that all out and get permission from the missus because i know i go a little missing when i do the shows because i get so in, in, yep. in involved in them but um, there's a few boxes to be ticked but in terms of expectation it was we'll make a good show i think we made a great show yeah. it's now worldwide millions of people are seeing it I, i'm so proud of it it's certainly the best thing i've ever done and i want to continue doing it blokes like you i didn't know before man up now i know you there's another five or six people just like you who are just really cool people that are just get it and yeah. you can be so our voices have all got to be together to get absolutely it all out yeah, there yeah. so um i can't stop doing it so that hopefully will be my so where does it go for you not necessarily the show yeah but you've now got a fire in you right we can That's see it. it yeah so what is the bigger conversation where do you take well, it telling as many people as possible making it as simple as possible i think blokes in yeah. australia 
find it really difficult to talk about it. So if we just say, are you okay? That's a good starting point, but we can easily lie that off. We Absolutely. can just put the mask on yep. and deal with it. Yep. So it's the next question and the next bit of listening is the most important thing. So making blokes realize that have the awkward start to the conversation would be the, probably the best conversation you've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and also, are, if we look back at our lives, we've probably got examples of that. Yeah, right. But we forget about yeah, that, yeah. don't we? We remember, you know, our teams winning grand finals or blowing big leads or something like that. Yeah. But the important stuff in our life, we tend to forget about. Yeah. Um, and just have trust in in someone in your life that you can talk to something about yeah. something really important. And um, you know, I've got, I haven't got all the answers, but I've got some sort of solution to help in some way. So I'm just going to drive down that path. Try not to overcomplicate it. The only thing I remember from uni is keep it simple, silly. So that's what I'm going to try to do. And, you know, fingers crossed it'll work. Nice. Well, look, I, personally, I think you've done a great job, as, as I said at the start of the show. And, and personally, I also think it's, it's, it's crucial that men step up and provide examples. And I think one of the big things that we need as men with this stuff is permission. We need permission almost to give ourselves permission mm. to start having those conversations, yeah. be a bit more vulnerable and that kind of stuff. And, and, and that's why I think you know, guys like you stepping up in a very public space, it's great to see. Um, it makes you know, my job and so on easier because more guys are willing to do that thing, yeah. right? So, so thank you for coming on the show, Gus. Thank you no absolutely for, for the work thank that you're you. doing and Man Up. I'm looking forward, obviously, to, to hearing more and seeing... Uh, Man Up Series 2, whatever that may be. Exactly right. Thank you. And that's our show, fellas. So thank you for tuning in. And remember, if you can take one thing from today, it is have the conversation. If you need to ask a mate how he's really doing, then do that. Or if he just wants to go beyond the beers. That's it for today's podcast. And that is it for the first series of Beyond the Beers. That's seven episodes that we have been absolutely proud, ecstatic, and humbled to bring you. And humbled because sitting down with the men that we have interviewed in this series and had genuine conversations, real chats that go beyond the surface level chat, that go into the deeper stuff, the more meaningful stuff, the stuff that us men can benefit from so much. Now, remember, as easy and convenient as listening to these episodes are, they really are about seeing two guys have a real conversation. So, make sure you visit the website www.beyondthebears.tv to check out this episode and all the other episodes from this series. Otherwise, that is it. We're going to be taking a short break to reflect, to assess, and to really just take stock of the entire series that we've made, what's working, what we could improve on, and get feedback from people like yourselves. So if you've got some feedback, if you've got some suggestions, some thoughts, some praise, anything that you want to share with us about any of the Beyond the Bears episodes you have listened to or watched, then please, we would love to see it. Visit the website beyondthebears.tv, hit the contact form there and drop us a note and any suggestion is so, so incredibly welcome and I'm grateful for any kind of uh, feedback and, um, and praise, of course, <laughs> that we can get. This helps us make the series better. I'm pumped about getting some new episodes together and bringing them to you in the new year. That's it for now. 
Thanks a lot for your help and thank you so, so much for listening, for watching. Make sure, go out into your life and have those more meaningful conversations.